0: Hello, this is Matt Slick from the Matt Slick Live podcast, where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network.
1: This is the Truth Network.
0: The heart of
2: every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way.
3: Welcome to Masculine Journey. We are glad that you're with us today, and we are extra glad that you're with us today because we're excited about this show, probably probably more so than a show we've been excited for in a while. We're excited about all of them, but this is just at a different excitement level, so to speak. And so, Andy, you want to tell us why we're excited about this show? Sure. So, the
0: other day I was looking up um, past clips for one of the shows, reference. I can't remember exactly why, but I was looking in... Uh, iTunes and it, you know, keeps account of all your uh, podcast. And we were at 796, and I'm like, "Hey, this is pretty cool." And let the guys know. And um, so we should, like we, we should do an eight, a show 800 and kind of celebrate uh, the, you know, that how this show has evolved and just all the people that have participated in it and honor those who you know, went before us and, and started things out, but just also just the the impact of we feel like God's given us an opportunity to have and just uh just celebrate that. So
3: That's great. It it yeah, you you reached out and you're like, hey, you know, we're at seven ninety six yeah, and right. none of us had any clue that we were that, that far yeah, along. Yeah. And and to be fair that's, that is everything that Masculine Journey touches, right? Mm, so that's right. the Masculine Journey show, the after hours, and the uh, joyride, right. which is a key part of that. And, and Keith, you know, our, our producer in the other room and, and a key member of the team, you know, produces a joyride and, and stars also in the joyride. The Great Cassini. Yeah, The Great Cassini. Yeah, I, I can't ever get that quite right, but, you know, I'm working on <laughs> it. I thought I'd it. help you out. And, uh, but, no, he, he's been a part of that, so we'll hear from Keith a little bit later. Uh, we're trying to work out a few little phone issues we got going on right now. we got a couple past uh, people that were on the show to, to share some of their stories, so hopefully we'll get a chance to get with them, and, and we're really looking forward to it. Um, I guess to start out, you know, how did the show come about Right. And so in 2009, uh, we, we, set out to do some boot camps, uh, Darren, me, Jim, Mark Varner, uh, Jim uh, Graham, cause we're gonna talk to two gyms today. And so, uh, we, you know, we all were going to be working on doing these boot camps and Darren had, uh, the idea. He felt God laid on his heart that we needed to advertise on the radio. So we came in and met with somebody named Robbie Delmore and, uh, you know, it was talking to him, and he was in charge of sales and a bunch of stuff here at the the station. And so we met with him, and you know he was very excited, like he always is on stuff, and supportive, and said, "Yep, yeah, you know, we can we can do that." And so we we did some little spots for the the show, uh, for the uh, uh boot camp, and then you know Robbie came to his first boot camp reluctantly, which you'll have to hear that story at some point. He's talked about it, but he came just kind of out of obligation, and. uh, and, and actually enjoyed it and loved what he heard there. And he'll talk more about that probably a little bit later. But then, I don't know, fast forward two years. You know, it's two more years, 2000, late 2010, year and a half. He gets a hold of Darren and I and says, hey, you know, I'm getting ready to go out of town. I've got an idea for a show. I want you to come in and cover my show. It was Robbie's Hobbies back at those days. I want you to cover that show and, and do it like you're doing a boot camp. You know, Do a little movie clip segments and then talk about it kind of like you're doing there and so we're all excited and so we came in and we we do this show and and we get a hold of Robbie the next week when he gets back and we are like so we did it what'd you think and he's like yeah that was terrible <laughs> and so Darren and I talked about like well that was our one shot we tried it not a big deal you know and he came back to us he's like oh this is probably three months later I'm going out of town again there we go there still having phone problems So. Well, hopefully you'll be able to get that sorted out. But we're anyway, under attack. <laughs> we are under attack. You know, we're having a hard time getting this show going. Uh, but anyway, he came back, said, I'm getting ready to go out of town again. We'd love for you to re- take another shot at the, this show. And so we did a second one, and he was going, eh, yeah, that was better. Yeah, that was better. And we thought, okay, we did too. I, I guess probably three, four months later, he calls us and says, hey, there's an opening on the station, and, and they'd like for you to do the show. And that's where we started doing the show. And when we started, it was an hour-long show. And we did that for a few years, about three years. And then we switched to half hour format. And so we've been doing that ever since. And then Robbie, what did I mess up on the story? Was that close? <laughs> you know, I guess I should have kept a, a show
2: journal because I don't I don't I didn't remember the bad shows. I really don't. I just always remember that the idea that it just seemed so entertaining. You know, Big Stu, who recently went to be with Lord uh, told me when I first got into radio, he said, you know, one of the secrets is, you know, the people, they'll listen to Christian radio, but it still has to have an entertainment factor that, uh, you know, you're competing against all these other mediums. And if you're going to get people to listen, you've got to have something that, yeah, it's got a spiritual value to it, but it's got to be entertaining. And so the idea of using the movie clips as illustration uh, of what God does it just seemed like genius to me and so trying to find a way to work and and the other part that was unique about it uh from my standpoint pretty very unique Jim, <laughs> was that todd clark who, who's with us um uh, he had met with me several times about how he felt like god had put it on his heart to do radio right and, and so it seemed like as i was praying through it that this just seemed like a natural thing that that all these guys sound like radio people and then we have this—the movie clips. that just adds all sorts of vitality. And then the fruit of the boot camps itself was going on in my life. And I, I knew the content was, you know, extremely uh, fruitful and helpful in your walk with Christ. So, you know, that was that was my take on it. Very cool. But I
3: have a clip. You do have a clip.
2: You have the first clip of the show. So after two years of doing the show we wanted to syndicate the show nationally and so i talked darren and sam into going to the national religious broadcasters convention oh yeah was a very memorable experience yeah because darren went sideways with the lady that was trying to keep people off the, <laughs> the floor of the nrp <laughs> anyway uh we had a great time and we created this promo which essentially highlights from the first two years of Masculine Journey that we were using to try to get different radio stations to carry the show uh, in, in an attempt to, uh, to syndicate it. So you can hear this, and it kind of gives you an overview, a listen of what the show sounded like originally.
3: Yeah, and it had the original intro, a right. little bit of it. So right. you hear a little bit different background music and stuff. So we'll go ahead and listen to it and come back and talk about it. The
1: heart of
2: every man craves a great adventure. Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers, Darren Coon, Todd Clark, and Sam Main. The masculine
4: journey starts here, now. When Paul talks all about this armor that we're supposed to be wearing and these flaming arrows that are coming at our heart, well, that would be a very stupid thing for him to talk about if that weren't the reality of our lives.
5: So, So your dad's dad hit him, he hit you, and you never really hit us. I couldn't. I don't know. I was always weaker than him. Maybe you didn't want to be like him. I didn't. The girls will buy that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, we develop a lot of bad theology about God if we don't interpret the events of our life that he is trying to father us into something.
0: Why do you think they left me?
5: Because? Because they were stupid. How could they not see how extraordinary you are, how big your heart is?
3: I know the situation's that come up within me that I feel less than what I need to be to to handle it. And that's when that poser wants to come in.
4: Come on over here,
5: Ron. Let me show you what I'm doing. Taking advantage of some of the time off to uh, add a whole new wing on here. I'm going to rip these walls out and, of course, rewire it. Yeah, are you going to make it all 220? Yeah, 220, 221, whatever it takes. (laughs) I think a lot of men go passive in their lives because they're used to being defeated Mm -hmm. and they're used to listening to the enemy. And so they're tired of hearing that. And so they go passive, and they think if I don't try again, then there's no defeat. Mm-hmm. But really, that's the beginning of despair.
2: There's something inside that they can't get to, that they can't touch. It's yours. I'm you talking about hope. Hope.
1: Let me tell you something, my friend. Hope is a dangerous thing.
4: Would you lock arms with us in a very real battle for freedom? We believe that men who are truly set free to walk in Christ and with other great warriors are God's secret weapon against our enemy and for the church. The Masculine Journey starts here.
3: Wow, that was a long time ago. That that was a long time ago. Now, the original lineup you had in in the intro there, right, It, it was... Supposed to be Darren, uh, Todd, and myself. And and we did do the show. And then when one of us couldn't make it, Robbie, you were the the fill in. Right. Right. And so that was how we went for the first few years, probably about the first three. Right. And then uh, then we had some shift changes on some stuff and went to the half hour format. And we've had a lot of people along the way that's really, oh man, just blessed us. You know, I mean, none of this would have happened without any of the people here in this room or the people that we're talking about. And some of the people it's already kind of left to be with God, you know, like Vinny, you know, which we'll talk more about later. Um, but, you know, we had, of course, Darren and Todd that were instrumental and uh, were a big part of the, those first shows, you know, doing that. And then, you know, when we had uh, Al kind of come along, Al Henley come in and kind of did it with us and Dennis. You know, we did the season with Dennis, uh, Al, me and you and uh, Vinny. Right. And then, you know, you guys all kind of came in at different times. And so it's just been a great little journey along the way to see what God's decided to do.
1: I think one of the things that makes the radio program successful, and it wouldn't be on TV, is because we have faces for radio.
3: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Definitely. We wouldn't want to you know put this on YouTube or anything. We've talked about it. Then we've looked in the mirror (laughs) and said that's probably not the best idea. But uh, Jim, you know, we're going to go to, Jim Baracchi, we're going go to go to, to break here in a few few minutes. But before we do that, tell us a little bit about your time on the show. And we've missed having you, man. We're glad to have you here. Well, thank you. Uh, it's a been, It's been very busy
5: as of late. Um, probably what I enjoyed most about being on the show was the uh, ability to be with a band of brothers, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about various subjects and you know, we could share our hearts, and it, there was no judgment in that, right? It's it was more of a um, a iron sharpens iron, as, as the Bible tells us. And so, for, for me, um, yes, I've missed it. Um, as uh, we, you know, we talked about before, I got in here. Uh, my life just is so busy at this point. You know, I've had to give up certain things. And unfortunately, this was one of those things.
3: Yeah, I understand. You know, there's times that are busier than others, and you have to make choices. You Mm -hmm. know, and uh, so I understand that.
1: There was some judgment there, though, Jim. I'm sure.
5: I'm I'm sure, Jim. There was a
1: reason they threw us out of all the good cabins and sent, up all, sent us off to our own cabin because they thought they uh, snored. I never uh, heard
3: you. Well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, you guys definitely snored. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, we're going to come back after break. we got a lot more clips. we got a lot more stories to share. Hopefully we'll be able to get our friends back on the uh, phone. We're hoping to get that worked out. But join us after the break and go to maskonjourney.org register for boot camp.
1: What we have at our boot camp is something that makes you stronger and gives you the strength to go on your regular walk with God. It's something that will make you be bigger than you were when you got there.
4: But what kind of inspired you to come up
1: this weekend? Oh my goodness, uh, just my faith in general. You know, my father, you know, has passed down that heritage of just that Christian life, that Christian faith, and just godly morals and principles, and he's instilled that in my life. And you know, I have children as well, and I want to instill that in their life. So you know, when I get an opportunity to do something like this, I jump on it. I just want to be here. I'm glad to be here. It's a great opportunity. We're definitely glad to have you here as well.
4: Any talk that stuck out to you this weekend that's really just kind of made your heart come alive, put that fire back in you? Probably
1: one thing that just stands out to me is John 15. It's just not being alone. Know that I have Christ on my side. I can't do anything without Him. And I need Him in my life. I'm a very private person. I like to do things on my own. I don't like to ask for help. So that's hard for me to know I've got to ask Jesus for something and then also just to rely on a band of brothers that I can look to and turn to and say, hey guys, I need help. I can't do this alone.
2: Register today at Masculine journey.org
3: Welcome back to Masculine Journey. We are talking about our 800th episode. This is actually seven dollars
0: Are you going to talk about the bump you submitted there, Sam?
3: I will. I will. But thank you. Yeah, this is actually, thank you. I would have forgot. Um, this is actually seven ninety nine. So if you really want to hear the 800th episode, you're going to have to go to your favorite podcast location, don't care where it is, or go to our website, MasculineJourney.org. If you haven't heard us say that, that's what it is. And you can, while you're there, you know, looking at the 800th, podcast and listening to it you could look up the boot camp and go ahead and register so you could do that while you're there but you can go to any podcast location we're there just look up masculine journey radio that's us masculine journey radio and then you can find it and so we are talking about the 800th episode the reason i chose that bump right it's uh the hollies he ain't heavy he's my brother and it's because or in in the, the part that i chose from the chorus was you know being strong enough, strong enough to carry him. I'm strong enough. I'm strong enough to carry him because yes, God carries all of us, but at times He chooses to let us help and carry one another. You know, we've all done that from time to time, you know, uh, uh, yeah, literally from uh, that to carrying loved ones as pallbearers to attending funerals, to doing life together, right? Uh, attending, Uh, weddings and things, you know, I mean, we've just done life together and that's what you do. And as brothers, that's what you do. Jim, you talked about it a few seconds ago that that is the whole thing that binds us together other than God. God is the number one thing, obviously, but he sees fit to bring a lot of people that honestly, we might not even know each other outside of this ministry. If it wasn't for this ministry that God orchestrated and put together, you know, we probably wouldn't know each other. Right. And definitely wouldn't be walking together as a band of brothers.
5: Well, uh, and that's true. I mean, we all come from different walks of life, and that's what kind of makes us stronger. Uh, You know, uh, Andy and I are kind of in IT, and Mm -hmm. of course, uh, you're building homes, and uh, I'm not sure what Jim is doing at this point.
1: (laughs) Cruising. (laughs) Cruising. Absolutely.
3: Well, speaking of Jim, (laughs) we, we do have a clip for Jim. And Jim yeah. this is just a clip just for you Andy put it together for you it's it's one of our personal yeah. favorite yeah. highlights uh-huh. yeah. of the show and so we'll go ahead and listen to Jim about talking about something important Never been out of the Carolinas.
1: She was a South Carolina girl. I was a North Carolina girl. And when we got married, she <laughs> said,
3: we, "We are
4: not going more than two." No, it's been revealed. <laughs> I
3: actually heard it that time.
4: So, if you
3: missed anything, you missed Jim talking about being a North Carolina girl. You know, which came to us as shock to all of us. So, you know, we were sitting around the room, not really sure about that, but still. It's kind of, kind of fun. Jim, you got anything to defend yourself on
1: that? <laughs> I, I've been pretty much neuter for <laughs> 20
3: years now, so. T-M- no. T-M- TMI, TMI, <laughs> TMI, definitely TMI. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, Keith, do we have Todd on the line? Do you know? All right, so Todd, I'm going to uh, play a clip here and um, come back and I'm going to ask you the question, you know, just really either to talk about the clip but really talk about your time on the uh on the radio, and and man, you were so important. The things that you brought to this show, um, just who you are as a person, first and foremost, obviously. But your your experiences uh, coming through. Oh, I've Al on the other end, so I'll talk about Todd in a minute. Al, we got you. <laughs> talk about you, Al, and then I'll come back and get a clip. Robbie, will you talk for a second while I get a clip set up? Oh
2: well, it is it is really cool that we've had these different, you know, I guess personalities and influences. Through the different seasons of the show, and certainly there was the Todd Clark era, but there was the Alley or Al and Dennis, and it, you know it was an amazing group because you know that was kind of the the three that held it together for a period of time was Vinnie, Al, and Dennis, and, and what a dynamic trio they were.
3: <laughs> yeah, they they were about as different as can be. You know, I mean, we were all uniquely different, as Jim would say, very unique. Yeah, Yeah, no, we wouldn't. Yeah, but yeah. I do
1: have a story about Al, very short one. He's one of the few people in my life I've seen glowing. Okay. So Al's a glowing example of what we should be.
3: There yeah. You go. Al, can you hear us all right? Al, uh, tell, us some, yeah, tell, yo, go ahead. tell us a little bit about your time on the show and just your experiences.
4: Hey, can you guys hear me better now?
3: Yes. Yes, we can hear you fine.
4: Awesome. Um, there's so much about the show and the boot camps together because, um, you know, the first first part of this was Robbie reached out to me when I was at a boot camp and went after me fishing and that meant the world Um, that somebody actually you know connected like that and um, then I think about you know Todd and his talk on being fathered by God completely changed my understanding of who God was to me and then you know the show as a whole Um, you learn so much as you're prepping and as you're going through it. And so, you know, it was one of those life transformation times where it just took control. But when you talk about, you know, that transition where it was uh, Dennis and Vinny and I were uh, together, I can't tell you how much, you know, each person was so different, and they made such an impact on my life. Um I had, this is probably getting way too mushy gushy, but um I learned more than anything what a whack job was. <laughs> and, <laughs>
5: Careful this is Christian radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's uh yeah. <laughs> Vinny had well, a unique way of explaining to people and he had a label for everybody and that was Dennis's, yeah.
4: Yeah. he called it as well, he saw it for sure. <laughs> He, he, there were a lot of whack jobs. I mean, and people would take on that role, that mantle. Uh, Robbie, there were times when you were the whack job. I was the whack job. Oh, no
2: doubt. Yeah.
4: You know, and there was, I had a, a kind of a Vinny moment not, not too long ago. I was working in the yard, and when Vinny died, COVID was going on, and um, I made a garden, and, um, and it has come out to be a really beautiful garden. And um, I was working in it, pulling out some weeds, and I just heard Vinny's voice. And it said, "Freaking Garden." That's <laughs> all you want to be. Why don't you take my ass just to a Mets game, Freaking Garden?
3: I can and hear I that. Started
4: laughing. Yeah. And it was, and it ended with whack job."
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I. That sounds exactly like what Vinny would have said to you.
4: I have I have those moments all the time, um, well, and I have to say this because. One thing, you know, we all went through a lot of ups and downs in the show. Um, personal highs, personal lows. Sometimes it was like a spiritual attack and we were all at a low. And there, But there was never a time when there wasn't um, somebody there that could touch you and reach out and make a difference. And doing that show, there were so many moments where the show would would change you just from preparing, just from doing it.
3: Yeah, and I can't tell you how many times I've come in to the show in a really not good place, just emotionally or spiritually or just grumpy, you know, and and doing the show with you guys changes that. You know, I, I left in a different place and I came in, and it was all due to, you know, the, the group that I was with, you know, whether it's be the current group, the group that had you and, and Dennis in it, you know, or the, or the original group, you know, with with. Todd and Darren, and and it's been great along the way just to have these friends that can really lift you up when you need it.
4: It, Absolutely. And, And one thing about it is we all had different times in our lives where this changed us. I feel like God brought us there for that time to prepare us for something else because there's so many things that I gleaned from the Mastering Journey radio and doing the show and the Friends that I've been able to apply in other ministries and other events with other men.
3: Well, I'll hold on for a second, because we're going to get a clip in here that has Vinny in it. So, Danny, will not you tell us a little bit about it, and then we'll go ahead and play it. Yeah, when y'all brought up this topic, I was uh, looking through old shows, which I wasn't a part of, or, and so went way back, not
0: as far as you did, apparently, but anyway, and I found this clip, Vinny, and the show is called Hope in a Broken World. And Vinny's actually talking
3: about this guy that he knew in prison who hung himself and his note said, there is no hope for me. But, but as he closes, he, he is what you'll hear and his wisdom in this. And I've never met Vinny, but I felt like I was sitting next to him listening to this and the wisdom and, and we can play the clip now and talk about it.
2: He left a note. There is no more hope for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, uh, I, you know, the way I see things, uh, there's always hope. Mm-hmm. The thing of it is, is that you got to grab it and hang on to it, and it's given to you. And if you don't use it, uh, you'll be a loser because you don't have hope.
3: Yeah, Al, could you hear that okay?
4: No, I didn't hear
3: it at all. Oh, okay. Well, you have to listen to the show. (laughs) That's our little hook. Uh, Vinny was talking about hope, you know, and it was such a good thing. Man, it's so hard to hear Vinny's voice. You know, I I just miss him dearly. It's been a a few years now, uh, but, man, I just miss having him around. And my favorite times about Vinny is we'd all be sitting in after the show, you know, in, in the room complaining, about life stuff. And I, he would just be so quiet, you know, cause Vinny was going blind at this point and he never really knew how much Vinny could see. Cause you know, he didn't think, he didn't think he could see then all of a sudden he'd call you by name when you walked in and you're like, hold on for a minute. I didn't think you could see, but you know, he, uh, he, yeah. he would go, all right, you guys quit complaining. Let me tell you how it really is. You know, and he would just go off on, you know, something, you know, and he would share it with us, but he always had, uh, he always had feedback for us. That's for sure.
4: You know, Vinny could be – he could come off so bland, you know, like uninvolved and not really paying attention, and then all of a sudden he'd just knock it home. And that was the thing. You, You never knew. You just had to wait for those moments.
3: Yeah, you did. And the thing about Vinny, my, <laughs> another thing about Vinny, it was always so fun. We we actually prepare for the show, believe it or not. We we, we set it and we talk about the show. And back when Vinny was on the show, we would really talk about, okay, Vinny, you're going to say this, right? If I ask you this question, this is how you're going to respond. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. And you come in here and you'd ask him, it's like you ask him for the first time. He had no clue what you were saying, and he would respond completely different, totally different direction. And it's like, <laughs> Wow, never knew what we were going to get with Vinny. <laughs> sort of like
1: God, he often came out of left field.
3: Man. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, it's playing the music. You know, we're getting ready to end up the first show. Anything else you'd like to share with us before we uh, end this show out?
4: I'm just grateful to be involved uh, in the eight times of the show. Congratulations to everybody, and I look forward to seeing you guys again soon.
3: Yeah, we miss you. out. thank you for everything you did and everything you did for this ministry. You were, you were a critical part of it, so thank you for doing that. Well, that is the end of the first show. That just came and went so quick. We haven't even had a chance to talk to Todd. We'll talk to him in the after hours. But uh, please go to maskonjourney.org to register for the upcoming boot camp the weekend before Thanksgiving in November. That's when it is every year in November. maskonjourney.org. This is The Truth Network.